styling to stay or sell with Peony and Silk. Curate a space that will whisper, welcome home. As they walk through the door, peonyandsilk.com.au. Lauren Lee founded Sasala in 2010 with over 10 years experience inquired in her roles in the leading architectural and interior design practices in both Melbourne and London. As director, Lauren prides herself on hands-on approach to design and a close collaborative client relationships. Lauren is also actively involved in the broader design community and lectures at interior design schools in Melbourne. She's also published in various media outlets, including the Design Files, Country Style, House and Garden, Bell domain property and real living. Sasala is an interior architecture and design studio based in Melbourne that creates highly personalised and responsive outcomes, working across projects of all scopes and scales, including retail, hospitality and residential projects. As a boutique interior design practice, they design the perfect space through beautiful materials and gorgeous colour, but mainly they are experts in creating good vibes. They develop each project with the client at the centre. The results are spaces that tell a story, are beautifully layered and feel amazing to live in. Thank you so much for joining us today, Lauren. Now you're in Melbourne. How are things going for you and your team down there at the moment? Thank you for asking and thank you for such a lovely introduction. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really happy to have you on. I'm really excited to be talking to you. I think you're amazing. Okay. <laughs> it's very sweet. Thank you. <laughs> but you're you're in the middle of lockdown there down there in Melbourne. How are you yeah. and the team going? Are you coping okay? Um, we have our ups and downs, but I think mm. that, you know, because we've been working for ourselves for a lot of years, it does have its positives and its negatives. Yeah. And I suppose the good thing is in this time we've been pretty it's pretty easy for us to adapt. Yeah, great. Um, we're used to working all the time and working yep. around our um, – we've got two daughters, so working yep. around their schedule yes, anyway. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not easy, but we're doing fine. And oh, we have um, contractors that we're – yeah, we have contractors that we work with remotely yep. anyway, really. Yeah. So we're kind of used to that way of working. So we've done all right. Yeah, you still – you've been able to carry on working through. You haven't yeah. had to stop. Which is not really like building and in construction would have stopped though well, at, the, at the moment. Um, for us, depending we, on location, it was weird. Like um, some of our projects, the builder manages everything. We go out on site just to sort of check mm-hmm. the progress. So it's sort of like a design management role. Yeah, but through photos, he'll flick us through some photos, and we're okay. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, and then. That's we great. managed to fit in a styling project between the lockdowns, which was just kind of a miracle that worked out oh, really well. Yeah, yeah. Not long to go now, Lauren. Oh, I hope so. You're almost there. <laughs> You're almost there. Yeah, Melbourne is struggling a bit. Yeah, oh, I'm feeling for you at the moment. We've invited you on today to talk about how to design with soul, but first I want to ask you about a term that popped up in your bio that maybe some of my listeners may not have heard of before. Most people are familiar with the term interior designer, but can you tell listeners exactly what interior architecture is? Well, the reason why we sort of put that in our bio is because it sort of tells our clients that we we do the decoration, we do the furnishing and the styling, but we also do... Well, literally the interior architecture. So yep. it means that we work on projects that aren't built yet. So prior to anything coming into construction, which means that we can talk about the spatial flow and talk about sight lines and move walls around and reconfigure spaces. So yep. we think about 
things from the inside out. Yes. And I know people are looking at getting into interior design or interior architecture. You can, there are actual degrees in interior architecture. Is that something that you did or did you just do a degree or diploma in interior design? I did the diploma and then I went on and did the degree as well. And it is a bit of a a bit of a sticky subject because oh, the, okay. <laughs> there are degrees that you can do called yes. interior architecture. Yeah. However, when you graduate, you can't call yourself an interior architect. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Interesting. I was actually because I'm a property stylist, so I don't have any formal qualifications. Although I've just started studying interior design just now, oh, cool. but one of the courses that I was looking at was interior architecture architecture and I actually decided to go with a do the a diploma option and then move on with a degree afterwards so I didn't actually go down that path I'll be interested to know is there a specific I know there's a few unis that do interior architecture is there some that are I mean are you allowed to say which ones you aren't allowed to call <laughs> I mean, is there is there a, I know with the, there's a design institute, you know, you need to have qualifications to call yourself an interior designer. Who's looking over that interior architecture field that says, yes, you can call yourself an interior architect or no, you can't? Or is there? Well, it's the term architect. Yes. Which is, um, it's, it's sort of a protected term. Yeah. You need to um, not only study architecture, right. but even if you have completed an architecture degree, you can't call yourself an architect until you have been registered yes. as an yes. architect. So that's why it's a bit confusing. You can study interior architecture, but when you graduate, you can't call yourself an interior architect. You're still an interior designer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who's got a degree in interior architecture. That's right. <laughs> but I suppose it's that, it's that confusion about calling yourself an architect because that is a very specific skill set. Exactly. But interior design is something else. Yeah. They work beautifully together. Well, <laughs> but, at the end of the um, day, we're working on one building. Yes. So I sort of feel like sometimes, you know, it's a bit hard to separate the architecture and the interiors when it's one building and they should be merged together. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it does get a bit of a sticky subject though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Well, I'm glad I asked that question. That was great. Thank you. <laughs> all right. We'd love to meet your friends and style them up. Share this podcast, then DM us, Facebook or Instagram, for your top 10 free styling to sell tips from our team at Peony and Silk. If we say designing with soul, what would that mean for you? Well, for me, it means that a space has a sense of magic to it it has a sense of a bit of something of the unexpected as well mm-hmm. so I think that you know we love to work with clients and bring in some of their own pieces and their own things that have meaning to them that's what we really try to do yeah and we love you know sometimes you can see a space it has nothing to do with budget as well I mean some of these beautiful interiors can have huge budgets and they have all of the right pieces you can pretty much you know glance across the space and you can see that specification list you know where everything's from they're all of those iconic pieces which is beautiful but it doesn't give me a sense of the person that lives there and I suppose that's why when a place has soul to it you get a sense of the person that lives there. It tells you about their story. It tells you about their life. It tells you about who they love, of the places that they've been. And that's what I... Yeah. Yeah. 
that's what I really love. It's the difference between a show home and a, and a real home. I think it's so. Those really, exactly. It's those small, special, it's bits of the person. I love that. Being brought in. Yeah. 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 I think it's really important and I think it's really easy in this sort of Instagram crazy world to, you know, make sure you've got all the right things but you forget about the stuff that makes a home a home. Exactly. And I think that's interesting with Instagram as well because some of those images that get all of the likes and everything, they are those very styled spaces. Yeah. They do really well on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, some of those, you know, a bit more quirky spaces that tell a, lot, a bit more about the person, maybe they don't get as many likes. Do you think it's because like random people looking at feeds can kind of imagine themselves maybe it's sort of similar because with properties that are for sale we're really taking away the personality of a home so someone who walks through can imagine their life in it and do you think that might be the same with Instagram so those images that are really don't have a lot of personality but are beautiful are really popular because it's an inspiration for the person looking whereas those quirky personalized ones people don't see themselves in that it's not it's not themselves reflected like does that make sense yeah I think it's exactly the same thing yeah and even with our projects like some of the projects that have been published that have done really well we have taken out all of the personality of the client yeah yeah it's strange isn't it it's so strange (laughs) and some of them that we have literally styled with all loan furniture because we're really just talking about a kitchen and we didn't yeah you know, we've styled them, they've done really well. And then some of those those spaces where we're like, I really want to leave these things from the client. They speak to, they, they don't do as well on Instagram or maybe not as published as much. But we do have clients go to our website and find those images and they like them because they can see how I'm talking about that individual person. Yes. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's really interesting. But it's funny how that reflects like what we do with styling homes for sale. It's the opposite of doing interior design for um, someone who is living in a home because you're doing the exact opposite. You're removing the personality so other people can imagine themselves. Whereas if you're designing for someone to live in, it's all about designing the perfect home for them where that they feel feel reflected in you know like I agree I agree but then again there are some clients that that do want that nice picture oh of course yes you know yes and there are some (laughs) designers that really do what they do yeah and the client will just go along with it well yeah hopefully for yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh funny like our style but wanting to stay we also do bespoke interior design to make you love your home more peonyandsilk.com.au So you mentioned just a minute ago about using items from travel. I think items that people have picked up from travel are are the best thing to style with because it really, um, like it it evokes a memory. So every time someone walks through the home and just glances at an item that's been beautifully presented in their home, it reminds them of that. It's almost like a um, an anchor for that memory. I agree. I love you know? that. I love yeah. those yeah. pieces into the space and, you know, elevating those pieces that somebody may have bought from overseas or has been given as a, a gift for a special, yeah. you know, event or yeah. celebration. Yeah, really nice to kind of centre a whole concept around a special piece like that. Yeah. 
awesome. I, I love that. Do you find that sometimes people have too much stuff and then the special items kind of get lost and it's a way of about curating people's things really well so if they've got a lot of things it's it's a struggle for them to maybe let go of some items so they can really showcase something else that sounds like me (laughs) 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 but really our clients a lot of them have um what we found a lot of them have lived overseas they're coming back to melbourne they've got their forever home yes they have a few special pieces but they don't yeah live and breathe interiors probably like you and me so they've never really given it a lot of thought before yeah so they don't really have a lot of stuff I'm like where is all your stuff (laughs) (laughs) I have to to kind of tease it out and you know find out what what that special piece is or what that special idea is so yeah we find clients you know they've come to us because they don't have interior design on their radar for their home so at all yeah Oh, that's good. Yeah. So you're working with a clean slate almost. That's that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. that that does be. Yeah, that is the case. They've you know had make do furniture for the last whatever years, and now they're like yeah. ready to invest. Ready to yeah yeah yeah. yeah. You have the most beautiful Instagram page and the one thing that really struck out for me is the muted colour palette that you've got going with the various shades of brown in your design work. Do you think brown just might push off grey as the uh, neutral colour of choice? I am running that campaign. <laughs> I am not a You are doing it well, grey. Lauren. It's so your your page at the moment is just I'm like, oh, it's so good. I just want to jump into those rooms. Oh, that's so sweet. Thank you. Um I do have fun on Instagram and I like yeah. to chat to different designers and stuff yeah. on Instagram and yeah, we some of our clients find us on Instagram, but mostly yep. I just talk to other designers really, but yeah, I guess the thing with the brown is I find it is such an easier colour to live with. Yes. It's much warmer, isn't it? I think so. It's warmer. It's yep. the colour of wood. It's the colour of, we see it in nature. Yep. It gives you like those more, yeah, warm feelings. Whereas yep. yep. grey just, just doesn't excite me at all. It just feels, it seems good in theory, but to live with it, it's not fun. It still seems to be around a bit though, you know. I don't know if it's going to... I like the idea of brown kicking it off because and with brown, it's not just one shade of brown. You've got a whole kind of range of browns you can work through, caramels, terracottas, dark browns. It's not just old school mission brown that you're talking about. I know. I think it's just the word brown. People are pretty scared of it. Yeah. But when you yeah, show yeah. Like, as you say, ranging from those beige and those cashmere, just any of those tones that lean towards those more warmer colours than the, the grey, you know, it's yeah, it's easy to live with. Yeah, yeah. even like a taupe or exactly. there's a bit more depth to it than greys. Yeah, yeah. We do use a lot of grey lounges still, primarily more in maybe sort of like coastal or modern sort of, you know, first homeowner bracket homes. But we do tend to use those sort of taupey, lounges a lot oh cool yeah so it's turning around I think so I think so and particularly like we're in Newcastle we've got a lot of people doing that white and caramel terracotta kind of combo that sort of uh, boho coastal three birds kind of look yeah yeah. so I don't think that's a look that people would necessarily think browns the neutral like they they don't think about they're actually using brown, but they are. They're totally using brown. <laughs> exactly. Yes. 
I know. As soon as you say that word, people just go, no, 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 no. But then when you show them, they like understand and they can see. I'm like, you know, that's kind of a shade of brown. Yeah. <laughs> that's brown. <laughs> and everybody, you must have a look at the um the, the Instagram page. It's it's phenomenal. I, I just oh, oh, love it. Thank you. Penny and Silk. If you like our style, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. You went to Stockholm. You, luckily, you got out early enough oh and went gosh. to Stockholm earlier this year for the design fair. You saw lots of trends for 2020 and you've got a little short course on your Instagram page on um, like a little tutorial on trends that you see happening. So you should check that out as well. But what are some of your takeaways from that that you saw in Stockholm and how do you think they will be implemented or not implemented during when post-COVID? Yeah, as you say, I was so lucky to go in February just as everything was happening. And, oh, so lucky. Um, but what I saw yeah. was two – well, the, the main colour trend that I saw was yellow. I love yellow. <laughs> I don't use it so much, but I, I was almost going to wear yellow pants today, but I didn't. No, um, but it's it's a beautiful colour of joy and happiness, I think, personally. I agree. Well, I'd heard about it being a, a colour trend, but I, I just was pretty sceptical. I couldn't imagine, like, what do they mean, yellow? Like, you just sort of have an image of a bright yellow. But um, what I saw, and also on the walls, it doesn't always have to be a paint colour on the walls. It can be in a decor item, yep. but I saw yellow in terms of instead of a grayish white, it was more of a white leading over to the creams. Ah, like and more of like an ecru kind of a colour. Yeah, a bit of like a buttercup yellow as oh, well. Oh, right, nice. But then I did see some bright yellow in some like accent pieces of furniture. Um, so I think actually seeing it in spaces really helped me understand how to use yellow and what yeah. other colours to use it with as well because I think yellow on its own is too – or yellow, like one yellow item in the room, it's going to stand out. You kind of need to have other tones of yellow also in the room to yes. kind of get a, yeah. a more yeah. cohesive look. Cohesive look, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. using it with natural tones like bringing in some of those brownie colors and those blonde timbers and rattan and everything like that it starts to make sense for me yellow seems like sort of a natural progression from those sort of mustards that have been in for a little while like and then moving back into the maybe the brighter or the more pastel version of it yeah yeah, yeah. I'm excited to see what, what's going to be around in the yes. yellows. <laughs> and what you said as well, like um, how it might not work. So yeah. over in stock, they paint a lot of the facades in a bright yellow. Yeah. And that's like a traditional colour. And that just wouldn't work in Australia because you would no. just be wearing your sunglasses all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, way too exactly. <laughs> so it's a perfect different light. In, per, yeah, perfect over there, like in those winter months. But I suppose, no, to hear it would be just like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So not all of those ideas translate, but no, yeah. some do and some don't. And I saw that you mentioned about rocks as well. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. As soon as I as soon as it was on my radar, I was like, I'm seeing these kind of very organic, rough rock forms and then I just saw them everywhere. So I saw ceramic vases made out of like a very organic sort of rock shape. I saw 
even glass vases in that shape. I saw tables that were kind of formed out of carved rock, but with the rough edges and things. So yeah, that seemed to be something I saw everywhere. Do you think it's sort of, do you think, you know, even like the colour yellow, like the sun and things like rockets, a way of coming back to nature? which may be sort of yeah. even more popular now after people have sort of taken, you know, thought about things with like after COVID. Like, you know, people have sort of really thought about how things are, what's important, what's not, and maybe sort of this move back to nature. Saying that, Stockholm was before all of this really happened. So it, yeah, it was funny. Maybe it's just divine timing. I think it is, but I think it just accelerates a trend like that. And I think with all of this screen time and the smooth screen and everything, it's a bit of a we're craving some real texture. We want to see it and we want to feel some real texture from nature. So that could be it too. I love that. So that combined with browns, pushing grey out of the way, we're getting back to those beautiful yeah. earthy things. Love it. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, I love it too. <laughs> have you found that your clients ha- or you've become busy because people are sort of around the house a lot more? Yeah, in the first lockdown, so that was, what was it, um, April, May, we actually got quite a few inquiries from men. So maybe, you know, these guys have realised that they're spending all their time at home and they're working from home and they're looking around thinking this place looks pretty average, what can I do? So that was the first wave. Then it kind of dropped off a bit. What we've found now is we've had a few inquiries with people buying holiday properties. Ah, so interesting. They, Yeah, they haven't obviously not been able to travel. Yep. They're investing in a pretty an hour or two from Melbourne. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, they want it all furnished, but, you know, obviously not spending that that much money as well, which obviously changes as well. Mm. Interesting, interesting. All right. Well, thank you so much, Lauren, for joining us. I'd just like to say that Lauren offers a number of little courses on her website. So if you want to learn more about design, she offers those courses for the general public and the design community itself. So check out her Instagram page and have a look at those if you're interested. But thank you so much oh, for joining us, you. Lauren. Oh, you're and so take welcome. care. Good Lovely. luck for the rest of lockdown in Melbourne. Oh, thank you so much. And we'll talk soon. Thanks. Thank you. See you later. Bye. Bye. We love your style. Thanks for listening. Got any stylish questions for us or want to showcase your own style? peonyandsilk.com.au.